Travis. Bacchus. And your boy Tony back at it again with another episode of DGEN's Win Championships back from a two-week hiatus. And remember, it's not delivery. It's the DGEN's. <laughs> I had yeah, two weeks we, to come up with one that week. We did have a we did have a sweet little hiatus. There's a episode, I believe it was eight, the lost episode as it will forever be known now. Yeah, uh, uh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Tony fumbled the entire bag of audio. Uh it it, we, it spilled. We did record an out. episode, so Yeah. We made an episode for our three listeners. It's but, out there. Dude, I, I can't wait until we recover this audio six years from now and we finally release the lost episode after we have a million dollar sponsorship with Spotify. Yeah, dude. The yeah, rarest none of that is audio recording on the planet. We'll release it as an NFT. Just Tony's audio, though. So it just sounds like he's talking to himself for an hour and a half. Oh, dude, that'd be oh. pretty sweet. Dude, we gotta get in the NFT game. Apparently no. my brother's made like 13 grand in the past two months. Oh my god. It's a grift, dude. No. Dude, no. I know. It's 100% a scheme, but like, <laughs> that's the thing about schemes. You gotta be on top of it. Yeah, if you get in early enough, you can get yeah, out with the you money. You can be the schemer on. and not the yeah. schemed. Do you guys think an 8-bit uh, picture of my wiener would count as an NFT? Yes. Dude, it just looked like a fucking L- Literally diglet. anything, dude. Just put the words blockchain in the post and it's an NFT. Uh no, dude. If you include my nuts in it, which I would, it would be a dig trio. No, dude. You just gotta uh, turn so. it into like a stoned monkey. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't seen no a lot of these, but know. that's what like everyone is that I have just some, seen. Some wildlife smoking weed. <laughs> that's all you need. Smoking a yeah, single. Yeah, dude. Marijuana. It's essentially the Mona Lisa. No schemes about it. Yeah. You got your hands up. I'm trying to get the dog to go away. (laughs) (laughs) And I put my hands away from him so he can't try and incite pets. Uh, Because it's podcast time and he has no respect for the quality of this podcast. Yeah, fuck Um, you, sweetie. Which is is grade A, superior. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, uh, let's uh, let's talk about some football. Uh, Last week... Couple of decently surprising games, and a couple of teams that um are on on very bad trends. Looking at the Rams, yep. who who went all in on this season, like don't have a draft pick for the next three centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and in uh, fact, the the GM legitimately has a mug that says "fuck those picks" because uh, <laughs> he doesn't want them. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. Now they have uh, three straight losses. Uh, just lost to uh, probably the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got to right this ship or um, it's going to be bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they bounce back uh, this week. We'll talk about that later. But I, I think they can bounce back. And if they bounce back in the right way, I think they'll be all right. I mean, they're pretty much going to the playoffs. You know, well, the um, NFC's so bad. There's no way they don't go to the playoffs. Honestly, the NFL is so bad. But well, the NFC's not that bad. It's just not as tight as the AFC, yeah. where like literally everyone is like one win away from a wild card spot. Um, yeah, I think like every team except the Jets and Jags and the AFC have like a shot at getting in. Yeah, like they need, like so you know. 
obviously some teams like it would it's it probably will come down to some tiebreakers in the AFC for the wild card spots, but like you know most of the teams either need like a loss from another team and they need a win or you know they, every single team is in control of their own destiny so. The AFC is going to shake out way more excitingly. The NFC, not so much, because, like, the good teams are good and the bad teams are bad. Like, it's, there's a bigger disparity yeah. um, as opposed to the mediocrity of the AFC. Yeah. And, uh, I do think that pretty much no matter what, um, the Super Bowl champion this year is going to be from the NFC. I don't know who, but uh, that seems more and more like it's going to be a thing. Because these, mm. like the good, the good AFC teams, with the exception of two, um, those being the Ravens and the Patriots, just keep randomly dropping games, randomly having like a skid so here and there. A team that we wrote off too early and is uh, playing like how we thought they were is the Chiefs. Um, you know, it's been a lot more quiet because they got off to such a rough start, but. Their last few, uh, they've been looking like they are, in fact, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, they they bounce back super hard. I think they're on like a five-game win streak now or something. Uh, four. They're back in first in that division. Yeah, they had, those clo- they had the close win against the Giants and the Packers. Uh, and then since the Raiders, they've been, you know, looking pretty good. And then, you know, I also got, like you said, the Ravens, a legitimate contender. Uh, the Patriots are good right now. I don't think they're a Super Bowl winning team. That defense is no. really good, but, a, you know, a rookie quarterback's never done it. And I don't think it's happened But, this I mean, year. it might be enough to, to get them close. Their, their defense is really good. Yeah, uh, I think they're they're probably like one or two in points against, and they have a really good uh, turnover differential. Because you know, yeah, Big Mac whips out those sweet five yarders. But uh, speaking of bad teams in the uh, NFC, we had two of the worst playing each other on Thanksgiving. Uh, it's oh. always it's always exciting to watch the Lions play on Thanksgiving, right? Duh. Right? Bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah taking on I, the Bears. Um, the Bears are bad. Yeah, the Bears are, are <laughs> in fact, bad. Uh, it, um, it seems like a lot of the same of what happened last year. Um, the defense no longer cares, um, and they can't play – you know, 58 minutes of football either. So that's not helping them. Uh, yeah. Like and, it almost would have been better for the bears to just lose this game so they can rip off the band aid and just fire Matt Aggie. I mean, I think he's getting fired. Oh, he's a hundred percent getting fired. I think it's yeah. just going to be whenever they lose their next game. I think they're just going to let it ride. Honestly. I mean, maybe they don't have anything they're really playing for. <clears throat> Cause like, Matt Nagy sucks bad enough that he'll probably uh, lose the rest of the season no matter what. Uh, but if you throw in an interim head coach, you might try and win some games and mess up your draft picks. So Not that they think that way. I mean, maybe the GM is thinking that way currently. Not the players. Um, not, not the players. Yeah, the players don't want to lose. Not Matt Nagy. Yeah. 
Nobody wants to lose, but the GM, I'm sure, wouldn't mind a higher draft pick to Dude, work with. I'm, I'm looking at their schedule, and they got a tough – I was going to say four games, but the last game of Seahawks, uh, and we'll talk about that. But they got a tough three games ahead of them. They got Cardinals at the Packers and then the Vikings. Yeah, they're probably losing uh, three out of three of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I'd say probably because, as Aaron Rodgers said, he fucking owns Chicago. Um, so he, in yeah, fact, does. Uh, the Bears are not going to beat the Packers. Um, they they wouldn't beat the Packers anywhere. I mean, they already lost at Soldier Field, so you're not going to beat the Packers in Lambeau in December. Um, the, as long as number twelve is there, the Vikings That's, might be another story. They could get a win there, just because I said like uh, the, the Vikings the can Vikings. win or lose any game. It's always going to be a one score game. And uh, it could be against any team. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, a little disappointed in the Lions, honestly. Because they're only on the winless watch now. Uh, kind of disappointing, not going to lie. Wanted them to go 0-17, but... Yeah, just just get it out of the way. Just just get yeah. that 0-17 season in. Take that bullet. No one expects you to do anything more or less. Um. But, yeah, they're probably going to lose the rest of their games. They got Minnesota, Denver, Arizona. Their best chance to win a game for the rest of the year. Their best two, and we'll go ahead and talk about this now. Backus alluded to it, but uh, would be Atlanta, which I don't think they can do. And then Seattle, who is bad. No, Seattle's bad. Russell, Russell Wilson is bad. Um, he is. I, and I, I didn't come back from that. that. No, I think that that team is worse with Russell Wilson at quarterback. So right now, the state of the Seahawks, they're not a good team. They're not a playoff contending team. They're definitely not a Super Bowl contending team. Uh, I think they got Russ on contract for two more seasons after this year. I say he's, trade him at the end of the year. Uh, he's got a no trade clause, but I know he's trying to he'll, leave. He'll, that can always be waived. Yeah. There's a team yeah, out he, there. He can waive that. That's a, that's on a the, player On the cusp of thing, a Super Bowl. So. Um. That might, you know, drop three first-round draft picks. The Rams did it for fucking Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Well, I, they dropped two. They dropped the third for Von Miller. Okay, yeah. But still, uh, I mean, I, I think he would, you know, be a really good trade bait for a team that is heading into rebuild, whether they want to delay yeah. it or not. But... uh. One thing, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and I think the teams that came up were Saints and Broncos. Both good landing spots. Another one, uh, a team that is, like, bad because of their quarterback situation uh, is in South Florida, and it's the Dolphins. I think if Russ went there, that defense, if they could figure it out again, what they had last year was elite. No, I agree with that. with Russell Wilson and some of the new weapons they've added, if they maybe get a better running back and an, another piece or two on their offensive line, mm-hmm. another piece or two on defense in the draft. I mean, they got a hit on a couple draft picks, but they could be, like, Russell Wilson ready. And also, they still have Tua, who, like, is good enough to be coached up into something serviceable. But that's not really – like, the Dolphins are kind of past that. Like, they needed him to be a hit. Yeah, out of the gate, sort of. So we we saw with the whole Deshaun Watson situation, uh, like four or five weeks ago, that the Dolphins are not all in on Tua. 
No, they're not. They were like, ready to like pull like that said, deal. Like, they just couldn't until Watson settled his cases, which he didn't want yeah. to do, and that's the only reason he's not on the Dolphins. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. I almost feel like it's like a little bit they're not being patient enough with him, but at the same time, like, they they built a team, and any good team, there's a, there's a clock on it because eventually people want to get paid more money and yada, 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 so on and so forth. So the clock on the Dolphins team is ticking, and they wanted to a to be Alabama to a when he showed up to the Dolphins, and he's just kind of not. Um, so I think Russ down there would be cool to see, and I think you'd see that you'd end up seeing that the Dolphins are a lot better than they've been playing. So, yeah, that might be a good landing spot for him. Honestly, I think the better one is one that you mentioned at first, uh, Denver. Yeah, yeah, they got sure. a good That's... receiving core. They got a great defense. And then, I don't know, could you just imagine the AFC West with Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and fucking Derek Carr? Yeah, not to mention they've got the Wiley vet and Melvin Gordon at running mm-hmm. back. And then the stud, uh, I can't remember his first name. His last name is Williams out of UNC. He's James, a rookie. Jameson but he's an... Williams. Jameson that... Williams. I think so. It's it's something with a J, yeah. but uh, he's an absolute stud. Like he was at UNC. Both the running backs that UNC had last year were absolute studs, and it just transferred instantly into the NFL. Um, yeah. So that like that team is ready for a QB, um, and I really think it would be a a Peyton Manning type situation. They you know they yeah got like Peyton that's Manning. that's the piece they need. <clears throat> yeah, they got Peyton Manning. They went to two Super Bowls. They won one of them. Even though, um, also, if you really want to make it more of a Peyton Manning situation, uh, Packers don't win a Super Bowl this year. And uh, you might see uh, Aaron Rodgers out in Denver. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like Aaron Rodgers on the Saints better than I like Aaron Rodgers on the Broncos. However, I think... Aaron Rodgers probably wants to go to the Broncos more because in New Orleans, their receiving core isn't that great. They've got Alvin Kamara, but that's it. And that's the same situation. It's it's Green Bay minus – it's Green Bay with a better defense minus Devontae Adams. They've got AK-47, which is not his official nickname, but it should be. Um, <laughs> he should just change his number. Um, but, you know, it's the same situation – Almost, it's just a little bit worse on offense. Um, so I think Denver's a better fit. And also, yeah, I think they don't win a Super Bowl. Randall Cobb probably retiring either way. Yeah. So that's not going to hold Rodgers in Green Bay. Um, and he gets to retire a Packer, hopefully on a Super Bowl win. I mean, I would like to see those two win a Super yeah. Bowl, um, especially on Randall Cobb's way out. Let, let me let me um, paint you a picture. Aaron Rodgers, growing at his hair, looking sleazy, looking real Miami Vice, if you will. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I, I'm not Dolphin, seeing that. It's I, it's it's cold up in Green Bay. Tom Brady goes south. He's a gets, he's a California boy. It, get, um, get, you know, get gets a gets a little sun. Think about it though. Yeah, I mean, dude. you know, Not he is getting older, and that that cold weather is hard on on the old folks. Mm-hmm. I I mean, 
personally, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd rather live in Miami than Denver, unless I was going to retire in Denver. Because then, I mean, you know. yeah, I don't know. Denver's pretty sweet. Depends on how you like your weather. Dude, yeah, he's rich it, enough; he could just retire anywhere. <laughs> that's true. Um, I don't know. I think he's just going to co-host the Joe Rogan Experience. Pull the ultimate wild card. No, dude, he's gonna he's gonna host the Pat McAfee show. Dude. He's already <laughs> on there every Tuesday. It's gonna become the Aaron Rodgers and Pat yeah, McAfee. Dude, talk show. about his COVID toe. <laughs> dude, he said he's not getting surgery. What Does he have turf dude? toe or something? Uh, no, dude, broken. he's got COVID toe. Oh, yeah. Somehow COVID broke his toe. I don't I don't know how that worked, but that's a must be a that Ramacon or whatever it's called the new one. <laughs> <I don't laughs> dude there is a new one and it's called something like that no dude omicron, it's omicron it's omicron Persia uh, 8 shout out to my oh own, dude sweet reference bad, dude. sweet reference dude. i apologize for not giving a shit about a disease that hasn't gotten to me in two years so you're just gonna make up words yeah that's exactly what i'm gonna do dude i is don't it, care are not all anymore. words made up tony don't oh, yeah. get that's true all right or not is it are not all words made up, Tony? <laughs> hmm? Chill the fuck out, Aristotle. Bacchus, a wordsmith. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what my college degree's in. Wordsmithery. Yeah. <laughs> I smith the words. It was, it was too difficult, so Bacchus dropped out. <laughs> no, dude, I got my degree from, uh, you know, Balsa Hard University. From DeVry? No, dude, that's a real school. <laughs> <laughs> South Harden Institute of Technology. Anyway, Words um... shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit, baby. Oh, that movie brings back bad memories. Uh, yeah. It does. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So, if, like football or whatever. Yeah, uh, uh, we had a trash can bowl this week. Um, Dude, we talked about that already. The oh, Jets and Texans. Jets? Okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We, we yeah, talk about this, buddy. Yeah, there was two. I always, I always got to hit the Jets bowls. win, dude. To what do we owe the honor of two trash can bowls? Dude, I just actually three. The Seahawks and the football team. Ugh. Yeah, you Vegas, know, I don't... update. Yay or nay? Fifteen, seventeen. Score, Gami. Oh man, I got to do That's some research. Be. Give me some time. That's gotta be. No, I don't think it is. Fifteen? That's a weird one. Tony, are you following the score on me Twitter? Uh no, but uh I I don't think it is. Was there a safety in Oh no scorigami. Fifteen seventeen? <sighs> yeah. It's happened twelve times most recently. No, there wasn't there was uh I think there was like a fucking kick two return. Oh, that's weird. I, I saw the score and I was like, there had to have been two points scored at some point. Yeah, in this game. defensive PAT conversion. Nice. What a wild one. I wonder what the line was on that bad boy. <laughs> a million? Yeah, plus a million. Um, yeah, the Cowboys are on a fat skid. Um, it's tough. It's, it's hard to look at. Uh, they've lost three out of the last four and they're... One win in those was the Falcons. So, I would say the only you know. silver lining for the Cowboys is that uh, this has not been full strength losses. Yeah, yeah. but when is full strength going to come back? That's an issue. Um, At what point do you just have to 
win without your whole team. Like it, you know, well, it's got to happen. It's not. It's not going to be this week. Even the fucking the coaching staff has COVID now too. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I, they're still going to win that division, and you know, hopefully they're healthy by playoff time. And we get some better games out of them there. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't think the Eagles are going to catch them. They lost the fucking Giants this week. I mean, they're two losses and two football team wins away from being tied with them. Yeah, I guess that is another thing. Washington's kind of on the up, like yeah, low key. They're, they're laying in wait. Because if the if the Cowboys skid continues and they lose three out of their next four, Washington could be right there, tied or in first. That would suck. That yeah, would I would. I hate mean, that like like I said, the Washington's been playing Washington a lot better. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I would love to see them get a wild card spot, just because Taylor Heineke's an ODU legend. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever. That's pretty much enough about last week, I guess. There's not All really right. anything that's jumping out at me. Uh, oh, the Bengals! The Bengals defense put on a show. Did we talk about the Browns? Oh that. yeah, dude. That's just because like Big Ben belongs in a fucking retirement home. Yeah, or a jail cell, depending on which way you look at it. I mean, yeah, we're a little late on that one. Yeah, the Browns are dead. Oh, the Browns are mega dead. D E D. Like I, I don't know how you get four picks and put up ten points. Like that's that's pathetic. Also, yeah. also uh, the Ravens, man. Like the team just doesn't quit. Like how many close fucking wins? They have they had, had a lot where they just fucking pull it out with fucking sixty-six what, yard field goals, like, miracles against the fucking Vikings. That's like that's why the Ravens are like one of my favorites to go the distance, just because. No matter how ugly of a game it is, it seems like they're just going to find a way to win. They easily could be 500 or below right now, but they have just refused. Figured it out at the end. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was They've the Chief refused. game where they let Lamar fucking make the decision on fourth and one. I mean, they were winning that game by, what, eight points? Yeah, I don't remember. But I, yeah, I'm so long sealed ago. it, you know? You're not, you're not giving them an, another chance. Oh, no, chance. They, were, they were winning by a point. Never mind. <laughs> Not eight points, yeah. a point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the Ravens a lot. They're plucky, pun intended. Uh, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's move on to this this upcoming week business. Yeah, let's see uh, anything exciting here. Um, uh, as per the usual, we'll start with Thursday night. The Cowboys playing back-to-back Thursday night games. This game is against the Saints. If they can't beat the Saints with Trevor Simeon as their quarterback, forget it. I believe Taysom Hill is going to be starting this game. Jesus. Okay. Well, that's no. That's not that much better. That's than Trevor not Simeon. much better. But uh, he can run more, which is probably going to destroy the Cowboys' defense. Um, and he see. might be fast enough to get away from Michael Parsons, which is the only saving grace of that defense at this point. Uh, Trayvon Diggs has basically Fell fizzled off. out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. He couldn't just, keep up what he was doing. That would have been yeah. the best defensive season of all time. Yeah. I mean, well, also, like, teams are just exploiting the aggressiveness now. Yeah. So he just has to go back to playing good coverage, which, like, he's a – Average to slightly above average quarterback cornerback in coverage. 
but it was the interceptions that were making him like look elite. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually the aggressiveness caught up and teams are just double moving him and he's kind of getting toasted. Uh, oh yeah. Um, good one on Sunday. Uh, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert battling it out. Chargers and Bengals. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a good one. I think the Chargers kind of fucking suck. I I don't know. They come out and look different every week. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like that's um, why inconsistency. But like you could say the same thing about the Bengals. Yeah, except the Bengals are well. They have one more win than the Chargers, I guess. So like you know, they did lose to the Bears. That that is a thing that happened, I guess. And the Jets. Jesus, wow, that's tough. And the Browns. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm done defending the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're not that. respectable losses to Green Bay. Um, Justin Herbert having a slightly better season than Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, maybe stats-wise, but I don't I, – Joe. it looks prettier when Joe Burrow does it, I feel like. No way, dude. You can't hate on Herbie. No, dude. I Herbie just... – I, I got I got a stat for you, Tony. Who do you think leads the league in thirty plus yard uh, touchdown passes, and by how much? Joe Burrow. It by is Joe three. Burrow. Uh, it's Joe Burrow by by four. He is ten. Oh, almost got uh, it. The next closest three people have six. Yeah, he just I mean, throws he just absolute nukes it. to Jamar <laughs> Chase. <laughs> Jamar Chase is like, I'm going to go. That's and that's a great college Joe's offense, like, man. Yeah, but it's working in the NFL, yeah. which is the funny part. And they're occasionally obliterating people, occasionally losing to terrible teams. I don't really know. They're the Vikings of the AFC, I guess. Yeah, and then, oh, <laughs> perfect segue, uh, Vikings-Lions. Do the Lions Ooh, pull oh out their win God. here? Uh, they almost beat the Vikings last time. Yeah, they did. So, and that was in Minnesota. So we'll see. I don't know if. I mean, I feel like Detroit fans are psychotically loyal. You know, there so used to be. Like the, are they even showing up? The home field makes a difference. Yeah, they always show up, dude. They don't know any better. Like they, the team's <laughs> always been bad. So, like yeah. you know, if they want to watch football, they got to go watch them. The Vikings will also be without Dalvin Cook, and this will be the first time they've had to rely on Kirk Cousins. In a while. Uh, Dalvin Cook was out earlier this season. Alexander Madison stepped up. Stepped up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like the I, – I like the Lions more without Dalvin Cook being a factor. That's for sure. Like I mean, the Lions yeah. also might just be tired of losing at this point, so they might just roll over. I don't know. <laughs> um, of course, I've been waiting on them to roll over like all year, and they I, haven't. The so. Jets did it last year. Going. I think the Jets did it twice. Yeah, they just they just keep rolling. I don't know. That should be an interesting one, not from a like good game perspective, just from like a trash can bowl perspective. Yeah, what can happen? Which are my favorite games. Mm-hmm. Love watching shitty point, teams like, duke it out. At this point, the the Lions might as well win one, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got the tie, so you're not going to go 0-17, yeah. so just, like, you, win a game. 
you ruined the meme already so yeah like, like come on like just win like just just do it you yeah. know like just just it's, win a it's game just, it's just the nfl dude come yeah, on just, guys just just what? win have you tried just not losing <laughs> it's not that oh. hard um and then yeah i'm not seeing a whole lot of exciting stuff until monday night uh patch and bills i think this is the first time they've met up this season yeah and uh one of the, I guess, bigger tests for the Patriots so far this year. See if they really are back. Well, you also got what? What Bills team are you going to get? That's true. Who knows? If it's Literally the Bills team knows. that lost to the fucking Jags. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they did that. They did that shit last year against the Jets too. They scored like twelve points, all field goals. Yeah, I think uh, the story of this game is going to be. The patch defense. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Josh Allen's been throwing a bit more picks than we're used to seeing out of him. And the yeah. Patriots are going to take advantage of every mistake he make in the air. Yeah. I think that's like basically it. Yeah, let's move um, into a... Bron- well, hold on. Okay. Broncos Chiefs. Might, that's might a football game. That I think that is going yeah. to be interesting. Um, I don't think there's a lot of might. I think the Broncos' offense is too bad. Uh, but the Chiefs' defense is worse. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's debatable. But I I don't know if they keep up with if if the Chiefs are really back. If Patrick Mahomes is really back, I don't know if the Broncos can keep up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But this is a good defense, so we'll see. It, it has the potential to be a good game. And then I just hope the Ravens beat the shit out of the Steelers and, like, just actually cripples Big Ben. Yeah. So I don't have to watch his gross face fucking on my TV ever again. Yeah, I'll, I'll deal with having to watch Mason Rudolph for the rest of the season if I don't never have to watch Big Ben. Who actually is somehow worse than Big Ben, game. but... But yeah, let's, uh, I guess let's get into records, um... We didn't we didn't make our picks last week due to Thanksgiving traveling and all that, but uh, we did make picks during the lost episode. So we, yeah, we do so have records on that. Bagus hit us with an update on those real quick. All right, the lost picks. Uh, so Travis and Tony both went ten and five. I went eight and seven, uh, bringing Travis's record to thirty five, uh, forty four, and one Mike Glennon. Tony to 39 and 40 with a Mike Glennon and me to 45 and 34 with one Mike Glennon. God, dude, that Mike Glennon. That's solid, dude. Yeah, dude. I'll take it. My lead is slipping. What was my, what was my overall record? 35 and what? 35 and 44. That's not too bad, dude. That's not too, I can, I can get there. That's pretty bad. I can get to 500. I can scratch. No, I can scratch it out for the Jason Garrett Cowboys finish. Dude, I'm telling you, one of us is going to hit a 12 and 0 week one week. Uh, it might be. It, this it's got to happen. Not likely. Yeah, very unlikely. But you know what? I'll go maximum effort. I won't take dumb picks this week. <laughs> oh, I'm taking dumb picks, <laughs> and you can't stop me. <laughs> anyway, Travis, you want to lead us into that? Yeah, uh, let's ride. Thursday night, 
Cowboys Saints. Uh, take it to Cowboys. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Cowboys. I have to. Got to take the Cowboys. Uh, it doesn't. It see the thing about this one is it doesn't even feel smart to take the Saints, which is probably why they're going to win. But all right, uh, Bucks Falcons. Um, Bucks. That's, Falcons are bad. Yeah, it's the Bucks. I really, really want to take the Falcons because of what the Colts did, but I'm gonna take the Bucks. Uh, Cardinals, Car- Cardinals, and the Bears. Uh, da Bears. Uh, gonna take the the one seed Cardinals over the trash can Bears. Yeah, do I think Kyle Murray's back? It's the Cards. Yeah, um, Cards taking the stranglehold on first place in the NFC. Uh, Chargers, Bengals, tough one. You know where where I lie on this. I got to take the Chargers. Oh, I, I know. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bengals. Yeah, I'm taking Big Dick Joe. And that bangle to bangle to bangle to bangle connection, dude. <laughs> Double bangles all the way across the sky, dude. Also, shout out to Joe Mixon playing his ass off this year. Really yeah, has been. kind of a dog. Like, the big like big surprise on the air. I told you. I told you in the draft. I told you. Sure, whatever, dude. Uh Darrell Henderson, steal of the draft. Yeah, I'll take that to my grave. Easily. Uh Giants, Dolphins. Mm, Miami's hot. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. Yeah. Taking the Dolphins. Oh, this causes me physical pain, but I'm taking the Dolphins, I guess. Okay, Jets-Eagles. Uh, Eagles played a bad game last week. I think they're going to bounce back and win this one. Yeah, I wish Tony would stop fucking stealing my picks, dude. I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, dude, whatever. I'll take the Eagles. Colts-Texans. Uh, the Colts. Are are you thinking about this? No, it's just I, <laughs> we're all picking the same teams. It's the Colts. No, dude, I'm thi- I am legitimately thinking about Carson Wentz's ability to fuck this to holy shit and back. Fair enough. Jonathan Taylor's gonna run for ten thousand yards. I'm saying he's running for ten thousand and four, and I'm taking the Colts. <laughs> uh, football team at the Raiders. Um. Raiders, low-key scrappy this year. I'm going to go with them. ODU legend, Taylor Heineke. Let's get this dub. Give me the Heine, dude. Uh, Jaguars, Rams. The Rams. <laughs> I, I don't see how the Rams could fuck that up. <laughs> yeah, That's what the Bills said. I, I know, but what are the odds it happens twice? Good. <laughs> Solid. Bacchus? It's, it's the Rams, dude. Yeah, it is the Rams, in fact. Uh, Ravens and the Steelers. Uh, the Ravens. The Steelers suck. Now, we talked about it, dude. The Ravens uh, find a way, I, but they don't need to this game. It's It's the Ravens. Yeah, like the Steelers have a Mike Glennon against the Lions, so (laughs) (laughs) 
it fucking has to be the, the first ever Mike Glennon. Yeah. Uh, Broncos, Chiefs. Low-key, tough one. Uh, I don't think so. I think the Chiefs are going to win this by a bit. Mm. I'm going to take the Broncos. I'm also going to take the Broncos. And last but not least. Oh, not last but not he, least. You skipped he, two he, games. Yeah, you did. <laughs> what games? You uh, Niners, Seahawks. And, Ooh, Niners, Seahawks, and, yeah. And Lions and Vikings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lions and Vikings. All right, yeah. That's where I was going to make my dumb pick. I'm taking the Lions on their God first dumb. God damn it. <laughs> I'm taking the Lions, too. Backus, go ahead and take the Lions. Lions all the way around. <laughs> all right, dude. We're taking the Lions, dude. All right, Niners, Seahawks. I suck at this. Uh, the Niners. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I believe in Russ still. Bro, the Seahawks are bad. No, dude, they're going to bounce back. No, the From Seahawks what? are bad. <laughs> you bounce out of a shit pile and land in a shit pile, dude? It's the Niners. Yeah, shit's not very bouncy, dude. Okay, and probably one of like the three best games of the week, Patriots and the Bills. Ah, <sighs> that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I want to go Pats, but I don't know. Yeah, like, um, I really don't. I, I think their defense is gonna get it done, and the Pats are gonna want a close one. Damian Harris, Mac Jones, Alabama boys—they're hanging out uh, <laughs> on their off days, dude. They're having fun. Dude, they're gonna have fun in this game. Dude, there's no having fun when you're on the Patriots. Tell that to uh Bill has a no fun policy. Mm, yeah. He is he needs to see his quarterback's Instagram stories. You think so Bill Belichick's on Instagram? <laughs> Alright, <laughs> um Just think about how ridiculous I, that sounds. I with he's definitely got a fence to dude. Don't don't fucking front. Alright. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> without a doubt, this is in Foxborough. I'm taking the Pats, but I'm going to give it to the Bills and the Mafia. Uh, I want to, you bring that up. I want to bring up a small point you may not know. Uh, the Patriots are undefeated on the road this year. Okay. I'm taking the Patriots. You know what? No, no, no. I locked <laughs> it in. It's the Bills. Okay. It's okay. the Bills. I'm not going to go back on my word, I don't but I really would have appreciated that 45 seconds ago, Tony. <laughs> so go fuck yourself. Uh, Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's pretty much it, I guess. Uh, any hot seat talk we're talking about besides Matt Nagy getting fired? Uh, we kind of talked about it a little. Matt bit Nagy's dead. Uh, Vikings don't make the playoffs. Mike Zimmer's out. Uh, Pete Carroll might be out. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't uh, think Seahawks were gonna be this bad, but uh. I don't know, Urban Meyer, Oklahoma. Ooh, that's a good rumor. Uh, you heard it here first. It, <laughs> yeah, no, no one's gonna hear it here first, but you know, three people will know. Besides us. <laughs> yeah, dude, you think I'm not fucking putting that TikTok clip that Tony's gonna make all over the fucking world <laughs> if Urban Meyer goes to Oklahoma. I'm sending it into Pat McAfee and be like, yo, yeah. we had this shitty we, low We had it on lock first. We, we had this shit on lock in November, my boy. <laughs> uh yeah. I don't know, fuck it. Uh we're gonna take it to halftime with uh 
Tony's rendition of Jumper by Third Eye Blind. <laughs> All right. Are you going to sing it or what? Tony? No, I'm not going to fucking sing it, dude. Fuck Why? your life, Bing Bong. <laughs> Yo, what you want to tell Joe Byron right now? Wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Yeah, you got it. You know that's you got a Jim's beautiful scene, song, singing voice, Travis. Movie? Jim's favorite movie is fucking Yes Man. Let me explain. Let me explain something to you. Bacchus takes. Have you ever played Civilization? A little bit. Okay, so Bacchus took so long on. Was it Sunday? I don't know what day it is. Maybe yesterday? Yesterday. It was yesterday. <clears throat> yeah, we also played on Sunday. But I, it was definitely yesterday. Bacchus took so long on one of his turns that I beat it, fell asleep, and then woke up on the next turn. <laughs> so that, that and, wasn't and my I finished fault. my. I still finished my turn before he was done with his next turn. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's do some college football. Uh, Last week, the biggest one of the year for college football. Rivalry rivalry weekend. Tough one to it's say. It's a mouthful, dude. Um, Yeah, just I'm like so the Red River rivalry. Uh, we got a whole team's meeting full of wordsmiths here. Yeah. My favorite game of the weekend. Uh, not the best, but my favorite was OSU getting exposed by Michigan. And uh, big props to Jim Harbaugh. Found out an anecdote that I'll let back a share because he told it to me. Uh, but Jim Harbaugh, good dude, finally beat Ohio State. Yeah, uh, so all of his bonuses from this year, because he, he gets paid a lot. He gets paid like $9 million. Uh, I think four, With bonuses. Yeah, with bonuses. $4 million as base salary. So I think around four, $4.5 of that, he was like, all bonuses is going back to the athletic department to uh, pay uh, the wages of everyone that had a pay cut last year due to COVID. What a stand-up man. Yeah. yeah. Love to see it. Sometimes the rich don't just get richer. Uh, you know, sometimes. Um, outside of that, uh, another one of my favorites was Oklahoma losing, as per always. Um, yeah, I think everyone kind of saw that one coming. Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma State's a good football team. They, uh, they, they got are. One loss, but they got to pass the playoff. Like if uh, if things line up good enough. Yeah. Uh, Destiny not necessarily in their own hands. Um, I do think definitely not in their own that. hands. But there's a, I would, thirty to forty percent chance they get in. Yeah, I mean, so I wouldn't be totally blown away if a one-loss Big 12 champion gave Cincinnati the boot. Um, but, eh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I think, being that they already have Cincinnati in there, it's going to be hard to, to change yeah. the opinion on that. And I mean, this is this is the last one. I think it's – and also, uh, Cincinnati's got to play a – Decent uh, Houston team. Yeah, they've got to play. I mean, at the very least, a ranked Houston team. Yeah. Um, to win the the AAC, so you know, there's that. I guess. Uh, um, 
I don't know, a cool one here. Uh, Minnesota beating Wisconsin, keeping them out of the Big Ten Championship. Dude, I'm so. I'm, I'm so happy Minnesota finally got one this year. They they deserve it. If any team deserves like a, a big win like that, Minnesota deserves it after everything they had to go through this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, Minnesota, for the last like three years, has been my favorite uh, underdog every year. I mean, they haven't done much, but like – I don't know. I just like him. I like PJ Fleck. I like the whole, you know, it's they've got like a, you know, Pete Carroll, USC type thing going on. Like play for the guy next to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, play for the name on the front, not the back type deal. So yeah, and I'm surrounded uh, by a bunch of Minnesota fans. So I don't know. it's fun to jump in the hype. Yeah, I I like the team. I I, I wish they could have done better. I wish they had beat Ohio State. I think that would have been really cool. But you know. In another life, um, probably the best game of the weekend. Um, not a huge shock because when it's good, it's great. Um, but the Iron Bowl, uh, took it took it to four overtimes, twenty four twenty two, Alabama. Auburn um, blew the shit out of that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, so. The, the real issue, I think they would have just straight up won it uh, in regular time. If TJ Finley doesn't go down with uh, that lower leg injury. Uh, the props to him for, like, staying in the game, but, like, dude could not move. Could He could barely throw. And he wasn't, like, that great at passing before, but, like, I think the... It doesn't help. Yeah, like, like, he, he played the entire fourth quarter and four overtimes uh, on basically one leg. I mean, yeah, you got to respect the uh, the toughness. But I mean, hell of a game. Bama uh, survived. Yeah, even though stayed, it went four overtime, three. I think that game was essentially over the second it went to overtime. Yeah, I, I didn't see a path for Auburn to win at that point. Made me feel real good. I think the Auburn fans also thought that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, they got they got real quiet mm-hmm. uh, there at the end. Uh, also. Uh, I know this is going to sound like conceited as an Alabama fan. And, like, maybe if you look at the stats, it's maybe not really true. But I think if you look at as to, like, what happened, the outcome of the game, maybe this is, like, just due to the way the Heisman is fucking, it is just a quarterback's to win every year. This may be, the like, the thing that Heisman voters look at as to Bryce Young is the Heisman winner this year that the comeback scoring 10 points in the waning seconds of the fourth quarter to beat your rival and keep your championship hopes alive. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there's an argument for anyone else to win, win the Heisman. Yeah. I mean, uh, Bama probably going yeah, go to go back to back on Heisman's. Yeah. It, it's just not as dominant as you see, as, as I think we've, it's been in past years, or is competitive, really. Uh, not to knock yeah, CJ I mean, Stroud. Like, CJ Stroud played a great game at OSU. It just didn't result in a win. It's been, I mean, it's been really close a lot of years. Like, the dominance thing hasn't always played a factor. I feel like that's a little bit of recency bias, because, like, 2019, zero people are winning that Heisman besides Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like, oh, 100%. Well, that's just a fact. I, 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 was, I was thinking, speaking of recency bias, as, as last year, when I think yeah, it was very too. close. I mean, kind of, but it was like 
it was only that way because the obvious choice to win the Heisman wasn't a quarterback. Yeah. So I feel like people felt like there was a chance Mac Jones was going to win because he was the quarterback, but like. Pretty much the only argument against him was he had too much talent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to me, it was Najee Harris or Devontae Smith's award to lose. Uh, Speaking as just my last little bit about the Heisman, uh, I'm not off this Kenneth Walker uh, train. I think he's the sole reason Michigan State was as good as they were this year. And I think if you look at any of their offensive stats, you'll you'll see that's true. Like, dude almost single-handedly tried to, like, was going to take them to the Big Ten Championship. I agree, uh, but those words you just said, coupled with the words college football playoff, are the reasons he's not going to win it. Yeah. But, all right, that, like, that's my sh- It's tough. It's tough for him. I think that – I don't know what year he's in, but I do think he's got it. He's got it in him to win one. Yeah. It's just whether or not the stars align and he actually has a chance um, and that he gets deemed – the team really – like the team's success gets deemed worthy of giving him the Heisman. Yeah. Um, but I do think he uh, was a large part. Like he, he shouldered a lot of that team for a lot of the years. So, um, but anyways, yeah. Back to last week. Uh, that's basically it, dude. Like that, that's all there was. There wasn't much else. Um, BYU USC was really good up until like the last minute. LSU A and M two, for anyone that you know uh, goes back on YouTube shame- and watches games. <laughs> Shameless plug, uh, Texas finished out their season, their terrible season, with a win. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I'm just happy that Texas went out on somewhat of a positive note, and it was at least against K State, who like, uh, you know, had a decent enough season. Yeah, I mean Texas is really just looking to. So nothing but success in the SEC, I think. I don't know. Uh, me and Baggins <laughs> talked about this earlier uh, offline. Um, if Sark doesn't win 9, 10, or 11 games in the in this next year, and then if he wins, if he wins nine games in the 2022 season and he doesn't win 11 or 12 in 2023, dude, dude's gone. Um, yeah. Because he's, he – Literally coached Texas to the worst season in eight decades. 80 years. Like, the America wasn't involved in World War II the last time that Texas played out a season this poorly. Dude, I, I, I have a lot of thoughts about that. I've had thoughts about that all season. Uh, I was going to bring it up during when we talked about all the coaching changes. Like, I think... A lot of Texas fans, no, no offense to you, Travis, uh, they have a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to say like misguided view of where they should be at versus like where they're at now. Like I think like uh, Sark's, like Steve Sarkeesian is a good coach, uh, especially like now that he, like he uh, had those years where he wasn't a head coach. Uh and I think, like, he should be given a chance. I think a lot of the failures at Texas this year are due to the players uh, not really wanting it enough, which I normally don't like to say in relation to college football. But I think, like, that shows, given, like, the stuff that's kind of leaked out of the locker room, 
uh, it's kind of like due, it's just due to the players not wanting it enough. However, just the way of the business is, if he doesn't win, you know, nine, ten games next season, he's gone, and I think Texas is gonna miss out on a hopefully coach that can right the ship, and he's gonna go somewhere else and have success. Yeah, no, like I, I agree, and I think it's more. People keep wanting to say Texas is back, right? Like, that's what everyone is waiting to say, and then it be true. Um, to me, this year, first-year head coach, it's been a while. It's been a few years since he's been a head coach. Uh, to me, if we finished six, seven, or eight wins, preferably seven, you'd call it a winning season at six, but that's lame. Seven wins, and I would have been pretty happy. Like, I didn't think we were beating OU. I you know I thought we'd beat Arkansas, but that didn't go well. Um, well, Arkansas I think it might have gone differently. Was, is on the up and up. Yeah, I think it might have gone differently if we played Casey Thompson. I think it would have been a less disrespectful loss. But yeah, I mean, I was realistically, I felt like we were looking at six or seven wins, maybe eight if we pulled one out. That we you know that that could have gone either way. Um, I didn't think we were going twelve and zero. I didn't think we were playing for a national championship. I just wanted Sark to step off on a better foot because I do think that he's a really good head coach, and I do think that he's like – maybe he's not like the guy for the next 15 years, but I think yeah. he's a guy that could be you know the next decade of, of Texas coaching. But because he stepped off on a, such a bad foot, like the – the pressure is on unless for the first time in forever Texas decides to be patient. Um, and I, I don't think like the team is that bad and I don't know what happened. And I don't really think anyone knows what happened, uh, including Sark. Like if you watched the Texas game this year and you saw him on the sideline, he looked absolutely dumbfounded by like just the, the sheer, like just the shit that was happening for no apparent reason on the football field. Like, you could literally see it in his face. He was just like, what the fuck is happening the whole season? And I don't think that's, like, a commentary on him as a coach. Yeah. I don't think he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I just think it was, like, that type of season. It was, like, the beginning of the Chiefs season this year where Andy Reid was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. Like, I'm calling plays, things are happening, and they're just not going our way over and over again. Yeah. Um, and the thing about college is, like, they're not professional athletes. Um, so when college teams get in a slump, it's all, it like the season's over. Yeah, it's, like you're, it's tough. you're probably not getting out of it. Like mentally it's harder for like college level football players. You know, I mean, obviously I've never been there, but like speaking from watching football, it, it, it's harder for them to come out of it than it is for NFL guys to come out of it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think Texas got good things ahead. I want them and I, I hope that they are patient with Sark even if next year's not great. Um, but, you know, history repeats itself. Yeah. And if next year's not great, he might get a third year. And if that year's not good, then it's over. <clears throat> but that's a, that's about it for last week. Okay. That was a Dude, let's pick up with the shameless two-minute, three-minute plug on Texas. Um, let's roll into some of the championship games and then we'll talk some of the coaching carousel stuff that's been going on. Dude, let's roll into all the championship games, dude. I think there's so much to talk about. Yeah, so fuck it. Let's just do that. 
So, like, you know, the first one we got is Oregon-Utah, that rematch on Friday. Um, I think Oregon wins this one. Yeah. After getting yeah. beat up by them a couple weeks ago, I think Oregon bounces back, takes the Pac-12. Yeah, I think Oregon takes the Pac-12. That game, you know, doesn't mean a whole lot, but I think Oregon Conference takes championship. It. Means yeah, something it, to the players it's for, still. It's for pride. Uh, yeah, no, I just mean, like... Like championship hopes, like right? Well, those are obviously off, yeah. Those are off for off both those table. teams, obviously. But you know, well, they were never there for Utah. But yeah, yeah. All right, what else? Uh, we got rematch Baylor, uh, Oklahoma State. Um, um, honestly, I think Baylor's going to win that game. Yeah, I think Oklahoma State's got it. Um. I, but I really don't know at the end of the day. Like, it could – it honestly – it's a coin flip, it feels like. I think Oklahoma um, State, because they're playing for more, because this is a – you know, they do have a shot at getting into the playoff. Yeah. They're going to come out a little more aggressive. That's true. But there's always the factor of it's a Big 12 game and the underdog always plays up. Because they are the underdog, and I, for whatever reason in the Big Twelve, like the the underdogs always come out with more fight. But I think it's probably that game and Bama Georgia, which we're obviously going to talk about in a second, um, are the two best championship games of the whole weekend, um, or the whole week, I guess. Like those two are probably going to be the best. Like Baylor, Oklahoma State. It's like Oklahoma has. Is destiny in its hands, and I'm pretty sure, almost 100% sure, this would be Baylor's first Big 12 championship since RG3. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Both teams are, are playing for something. Obviously, OSU is playing for a little bit more, but uh, I'm excited to see that one. What uh, what else we got cooking back Uh So before we get to you know, the SEC, I want to talk about the ACC which is, I think, one of the most exciting games uh, of the year. Uh, two very I good think, offenses. Uh, Pittsburgh versus Wake Forest. people could not give a shit about this game. I think for, for championships, obviously it doesn't matter. Both teams have two losses. But I think, you know, anyone that likes to see, you know, offenses go at it, uh, and it means something – you know, a championship game, Pittsburgh-Wake Forest, I think is going to be a really good game. Neither team really has a defense, so it's going to be high scoring. Yeah, hammer the over. Yeah. Uh, well, the over it's been 70, a while since we've had a gambling tip. So. Hammer it. <laughs> They're both going to score 40, at least. Uh, yeah, that's going to be an exciting game, too. I mean, it literally means nothing, but, like, it's going to be it's going to be good football. Uh, Cincinnati's playing Houston. It's a thing that's happening. Uh, yeah, Good football again. That's must, probably one of the, the better. Cincinnati. Yeah, the better team Cincinnati's played, but I think they're still going to win. Yeah. Maybe if they get um, if they get caught looking. Uh, I mean, they beat twelve teams. Decidedly to be where they are. I don't think they're looking at anything but beating down Houston to make sure they stay in that top four. Because of the teams in the top four, the most uncertain team 
in that top four is Cincinnati still. I mean, because if Bama wins, Bama stays in the top four no matter what, and so does Georgia. Yeah. Like, Georgia can phone in the SEC championship, and it's not going to matter. They're not going to because the only thing better than being a national champion is being an undisputed national champion. Uh, but, yeah. Well, also the thing I want to add is uh, Luke Fickle, the, the uh, coach of Cincinnati, being looked at you know as moving up from the group of five to a big spot, which two big spots just opened. Uh, I'm sorry for jumping the gun a little early on the college stuff, but Oklahoma and Notre Dame now have coaching vacancies when they didn't really think they were going to have one. So Luke Fickle's a little bit distracted because he's, you know, trying to move jobs, get get a pay raise. Nah, dude. I don't think so. I So to me, I'm Luke Fickle, and I, more than anything – and every single player on Cincinnati, if I was any of those dudes more than anything in the history of ever, I want to be on the team or I want to be the coach of the first group of five team to make the college football playoff. Yeah. Like, you can only be the first one time, right? You can only be ne- – not to – you know, this is a bit of hyperbole, but you can only be Neil Armstrong once. Yeah. Right? There's only one. Like, Buzz Aldrin, sure, whatever, dude, cool. You were there, but he was the dude, right? Like, it doesn't matter who comes after you. Like, Cincinnati, if they're the first one – they are forever the first one. Um, so, I, I don't know. I don't – to me, I don't see Cincinnati looking past Houston um, because Houston is – beating Houston and probably beating them pretty convincingly is their is their best chance to become that team, um, to become that, that Neil Armstrong I mean, I hope so. of the group five or group of five. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Um, SEC, we kind of already talked about it. Uh, gonna be a hell of a game, or um, Georgia's gonna do Georgia shit like they've been doing all year. So fifty fifty. I I will say one thing. Um, a couple things. Uh, as an Alabama fan, Bill O'Brien is not it for offensive coordinator. He's the one thing. He's it's since I've been an Alabama fan, it's the one time I've hoped that someone just takes a coordinator from us because it's gonna happen. And I just hope Bill O'Brien's gone, preferably before, you know, uh, bowl games start, wherever we land up. Uh, and also, with Brian Robinson injured, uh, I don't have an update today, but Bama's down to one scholarship running back uh, who was playing all right uh, in the Iron Bowl. And I, I don't know if he, he's got enough, personally, to beat the Georgia defense, especially with our O-line problems. I mean... Yeah, I was about to say, I think big question mark is O-line. Yeah. I don't think it matters what plays Bill O'Brien calls. And I think well, like, however good he could be doing is being discredited by the fact that Bryce Young has .0024 seconds to throw the football Well, it's, before there is a motherfucker trying to run through his face. The, the plays Bill O'Brien is calling are, you know, it's a streak to our wide receivers. Uh, and we're just hoping Bryce Young can hold on to the football long enough to get it to him, and they score seventy yard touchdown. Which, if you, if that's what you're calling every play, and everyone knows that you've been doing that since Lane Kiffin was running your offense, uh, it's not going to work. Especially also, um, like the right side of the O line's weak, uh, and every run play has been called to that side, and then they're just all looking at each other, being like. 
Why isn't this working? Why are we getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage? Because you're running to the weak side of the line. But it that's... We can talk about that more if when we watch the game together. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so playoff implications for that. Um, Bama wins. They're both in. Bama loses. Bama's more than likely out. Yeah. Fair? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Unless uh, every other team collapses in their games. Yeah. Um, Maybe. And if everybody wins with a Bama loss, uh, I think we see a Georgia, OSU, and Michigan, Cincinnati first round of the playoff. Yeah. Um, so that being Cincinnati at three, OSU at four. Do you guys even want to talk about Iowa versus Michigan? Not important. I agree. <laughs> uh, Michigan's got that. It would it would absolutely blow my brains completely out if uh, Michigan managed to lose that game. And I think at this point, coming off, <clears throat> it's weird because it's college football, so it goes one of two ways, right? They're coming off the first win against Ohio State in the Jim Harbaugh era. Um, and obviously the first win for every single player on that team, uh, regardless of what year they are, because it's been seven years, yeah. so there's no way anyone has ever beat Ohio State. Um, it's either a it's either a Super Bowl hangover type deal, or that just made them that much better. Um, it's either they they ride in, you know, with that that pride and confidence. Um, well, just confidence because they were the first team and they and they play like it, or they come in and they they come out flat. But I, Iowa is bad enough that I don't think it'll matter. Um, and honestly, the best thing that could happen to Michigan is uh, they win a close one against Iowa mm-hmm. and they get woken up a little bit. <clears throat> um, yeah, real excited week ahead of us. Yeah, I mean it's it's always a big week. Yeah. Uh. Any other ones? I mean, you no. want to hit the Sun Belt Conference Championship game, no, dude? Not really. Dude, I was thinking App ACC, State but we already fun. talked about that. App State is fun football, uh, but ULL just lost their coach. So, yeah, App State is fun football, though. Ooh, that's a fair statement. San Diego State, uh, number twenty-one in the country, due to their punter, dudes, dudes killing it out here, dudes. Bombing 80-yard f- punts. It's wild. M-177 Howard. Dude, Raiders going to take him in the first round. Number one overall. They're going <laughs> to trade up yeah, for him, Matt, dude. Matt Ariza. Ariza? I, fuck I don't that, know how to pronounce Fuck it. that Thibodeau, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, so coaching carousel. You mentioned it. OU, Notre Dame, coachless, Lincoln Riley, Doing some sly dog shit, saying he's not going to LSU. Next question. Oh, dude, um, he, then he goes, along he with that, interrupted um, the question to make sure that he wasn't a liar. That's big yep. brain shit, dude. Um, he's got a big brain on him, dude. He's this got this has more than just that for the coach implication for Oklahoma too. Um, number three uh, recruit in the nation in the twenty twenty three class, uh, quarterback from. Uh, Los Alamitos High School in California has decommitted from OU to go to USC. Ooh, I bet you Lincoln Riley gave five him a phone star call. quarterback recruit. Uh, Lincoln Riley gave him a phone call first. Also, Spencer Rattler jettisoned in the transfer portal. 
Also, speaking Which, of that was coming, but speaking of just more recruits, uh, I guess Oklahoma is recruiting very well this season in the California area. Uh, which at the time people were like attributing to like just connections that Bob Stoops and all the coordinators had left over uh, from the Bob Stoops era. But now Lincoln Riley and USC, dude, I think a couple coaches being poached uh, and or recruits are being poached. My, I, I think we might see the return of a lot of these big California prospects going to USC. Yeah. Whereas for the last, you yeah, know, I mean, 10 years Lincoln or so, Riley they've been leaving. Especially the offense. blue chip head coach. Um, yeah, and he's the quarterback whisperer. Like, if you want to play on a good offense, uh, it was guaranteed. Well, I mean, this year was kind of bad, but every other year Lincoln Riley's been the head coach at OU. It was guaranteed they were going to have a good offense. Um, and now the same is going to happen with, in my opinion, not quite as good a competition. Um, yeah. Because there's some teams in the Pac-12 that are just kind of bad. USC was one of them. Um, they did some weird shit for the last couple of years, but now with Lincoln Riley, USC is. We might see the return opinion, of USC. Yeah, USC is now on the same level as Oregon, and they are going to be fighting for Pac-12 championships for years to come, as long as Lincoln Riley's there. Uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. Who's um, going? No one. Someone. Dude, it's it's got to be Luke Fickle, man. Like. If out of all the coaches you could take, so. does it? I think out of all the out of all the coaches you could take, uh, that are still available, I think Luke Fickle is one of the better ones. Is the Pete best. Carroll? Uh, I was just about to say Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll slides, dude. If he, Pete Carroll if slides he, back down the collegiate level, maybe. Hey, that's if that's if like you know, uh, Seattle's done with him, but uh, yeah. I guess. Um, other than that, Urban Meyer, but like, I don't know. Urban Meyer might hang around in Jacksonville. Yeah, he might stay there. On I think he'd more likely end up at Oklahoma if he went yeah. back to college. Yeah, that's true also. Yeah, Oklahoma, I feel like, is a better fit for him. Um, Dude, speaking of bad fits, Brian Kelly to LSU. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, turns out. I think the worst big name I they could have made. Yeah, Notre Dame does not play the same level teams that LSU does. Um, And Notre Dame has a better talent pool every year than LSU. Without Um, without competition, where now he has to compete for recruits. With Georgia is a great team now. They're going to be competing with every every like recruiting class SEC has. Florida, Bama, LSU recruits good, but like there's like. I don't know. The shit they left over from Louisiana on. players really well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And you got LSU's LS. They shot themselves in yeah. the foot. You, like it's it's a bad. You have like two really big like name brand schools moving to your that conference in like two years. I I just I yeah. don't see why why you oh well they're paying him a lot. That that's really it. That's I don't see why LSU went after him though. But moving on to like good hires, uh, Florida filled their vacancy. It was open for about a week, so they had this plan. 
Uh, they got Billy Napier from, you know, uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Really good group of hell five of coach. coach. Uh, yeah, hell of a coach. And most importantly, they got a coach that I think will leave them out of the fucking spotlight uh, and not say dumb shit all the time like Dan Mullen was doing. Yeah. He's a... He's like a he's like a Belichick type personality yeah. in that he doesn't let you know what his personality is. He's a real he's like a pretty quiet guy, yeah. um, which is which is good. Also, another good hire from a group of five guy. Uh, TCU filled the extremely unexpected vacancy of Gary yeah. Patterson with uh, Sonny Dykes from SMU, which I think uh, you know the dude brought SMU back into the light after. Two and a half, three decades of maybe four decades of sadness after their death penalty. Um, so good hire there. Um, yeah, which really sucks for Notre Dame because they missed out on the two best group of five coaches, with the only other one being Cincinnati's coach, which like he might go to Notre Dame, but like I don't know. I think it depends on how this all shakes out. Yeah. And with Cincinnati going to the Big 12 and him potentially getting more money down the line at Cincinnati, uh, I don't know. I, I, To me, like, why go from group of five to, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess, <coughs> I guess Notre Dame gets treated like they're a power five school regardless of not being in a conference. So, it's not really the same. But, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Notre Dame's the biggest question. Everybody else found a guy, and they pretty much all found good guys with the exception of LSU. But. I mean, we'll see. Like, you know, Les Miles and Ed Orgeron both won championships at LSU. Uh, and I think prior to those hires, people had questions about whether or not they were good, uh, good fits to uh, – but I will say shout out to uh, the schools Ed Orgeron did it in with the state of the Washington. Best offense ever assembled in the history of college football. Yeah, he did. Uh, both schools in the state of Washington, I think, made good hires. Uh, Washington State keeping keeping their interim head coach uh, after firing their coach like at the near the start of the season, they went on a on a fucking tear, uh, and they kept their interim head coach to be their head coach. Uh, in Washington, I uh, fired their coach about two weeks ago and took the head coach from Fresno State, who was also doing pretty good, uh, slowly building up that program. Yeah, a uh, bunch of good stuff. Looking forward, excited to see where the the Notre Dame thing goes. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's uh, it's gonna do it. A little bit of a long one, but. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good Oof. stuff to talk about this week. Um, yeah. DJs win championships. Signing off. Remember to live, laugh, and love. Goodbye. Bye.